Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio. Excited as always because we have an amazing interview in just a few minutes coming up. Charles Ryan Minton, we call him Ryan, has written a book called Thanks for Coming In Today. It's about creating a culture where employees thrive and customer service is alive. And he has a background in the hospitality industry. And I thought, wow, what should we start with today? Well, the first thing I want to do is start with thanking our sponsor, which is Salesforce. So thank you so much. And if you want to learn more about what Salesforce is offering us, just go to the AmazingBusinessRadio.com website, www.AmazingBusinessRadio.com, and click on the Salesforce link, and you can see the latest offering and the special report and what they have to share. Also, uh, we are going to start off with Ask Shep, and I thought I would go 180 degrees, the exact opposite of what we're going to be talking about with Ryan. We're going to be talking about people and culture with Ryan, so I thought, let's go digital. So in this short Ask Shep question. Uh, and by the way, if you want to ask a question or tell a story, please go on to Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Hyken and just use the hashtag Ask Shep. And I thought I would go 180 degree opposite and, and talk about digital. I guess as we rounded into the new year a few weeks back, it seems like, gosh, it was a long time ago. Um, I've been asking, or people have been asking me for trends. What's going on in the world of customer service and experience? What are my predictions? And that type of thing. And I've been focused pretty much on, well, a little bit on artificial intelligence and AI, but mostly it's been on what I see happening uh, in general. But I want to take a moment and talk about what's happening, what I see trending in the next year or so in the world of digital. So there's a ton happening in the digital world today. Key customer service trends, we see more and more uh, towards service where customers are taking control and they're going online looking for answers and looking for support. So the first trend that I'm spotting is self-service. Make sure you have it. If they have a complaint, they're probably going to reach out to you, but a big percentage of them won't do it in the direct traditional way of using the phone. They're going to reach out onto the website looking for answers so they don't have to wait on hold, so they don't have to take the time giving all this information, you know, a uh, social security number, last four digits, a credit card number, a mother's maiden name, uh, the firstborn child, the thirdborn child, doesn't matter. But what's happening is they're going online because they would rather do it their way. They may actually tweet to you. They may leave a review out there and expect that you will respond to that. They may go to Facebook and uh, message you, or then there's many other ways to message as well. But there's basically multiple channels that our customers can connect with us now. It's easier than ever for them to find an alternative to the traditional pick up the phone and give us a call. But the big trend that I see is that if we decide to go digital as a company, and, and make these avenues available for our customers to connect with us, then we need to decide exactly what's going to work best. We might want to consider a chatbot or some type of AI, artificial intelligence, to support our customer. There needs, however, to be a balance 
between the digital and the human side. And if you really want to be successful, look at all the new technologies. But don't get all caught up in how cool something is because by creating a technology to replace the human-to-human -human interaction, you might actually be letting a customer down because when they need you, they're going to want to call you and you need to make it easier than ever as in the word convenient. And if you've been listening to this show, you know that I talk a lot about convenience. My last book was The Convenience Revolution, came out just last year in October. And if you're going to do anything digital, that means you're trying to make it easier for the customer. But if they have a problem, then it has to be just as easy for them to pick up the phone and talk to the customer. So the human fallback is really, really important. So with that in mind, that's what I see trending today. We are going to jump over to our interview with Ryan Minton, and actually Charles Ryan Minton. The book is called Thanks for Coming In Today. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. This is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening and don't forget to always be amazing. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. I promised you an amazing interview, and we're going to go 180 from the answer to my question, which was all about digital and what's happening in that space, to totally about people. Charles Ryan Minton, who goes by the name Ryan, by the middle name, wrote a book, Thanks for Coming In Today, subtitled Creating a Culture Where Employees thrive and customer service is alive. I mentioned that uh, earlier in the show. This is a great book. It just came out just not even, oh, maybe a month and a half or so ago. You have to check this out. It's on amazon.com and it's all about customer service. It's all about creating that culture. It's all about delivering the experience that your customers want. Ryan, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thank you, Chef. It's a pleasure to be here. And your background is phenomenal because whenever we get people that have been in the trenches, and when I say in the trenches, doing it, we get a lot of authors and speakers and experts, and and that's great. We, we'll continue to do that because there's so much insight that they have through the research and the knowledge that they gain through working with other clients, and I'm one of those people as well. But you managed hotels, and if there is anything that's, I don't know, other than actually being on the phone in a support center, I can't imagine there's anything more face-to-face -face with a customer than in the hospitality business. So give us a little background on yourself before we jump into this. Well, I appreciate you acknowledging that because sometimes people don't get that, but I, uh, I agree. And I, you know, I right out of college gravitated towards the hotel business. I just know hospitality is in my blood and so I went right in uh, as a front desk manager and just kind of worked my way up through the ranks and both the room side and the food and beverage side and just love the hotel business. And what I loved about it was the hospitality side of it and just being able to take care of your customers. But also, really, my passion is taking care of the employees. And so I just found that that space and that industry is so awesome for being able to do both of those things. And so I really, um, really just love the hotel business and made a career out of it. 
Well, Jim Bush, who is still at American Express at a very, very high-level position, was at another high-level position before he got promoted. He was senior vice president worldwide of mm -hmm. all of their customer service. And in an interview I did with him a number of years ago, and I think I've mentioned this on the show maybe one or two times over the last couple of years, he, we were talking about the people that were best suited to work in a call center and support center. And American Express, their goal was, it, they, their metrics are all important. Every metric is, but the most important metric is when they got off the phone with the customer, would the customer NPS score, net promoter score, on a mm -hmm. scale of zero to 10, be willing to recommend? And uh, that was really the big one. And it's like, stay on the phone. So I talked about the hiring process and he said, Shep, the best people that we hire come from hotels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we can get a front desk person as you were, or somebody even in banquets, a server of some kind, uh, if we could get somebody like that and we had a choice of that person or somebody that's worked in call centers before and knew how to technically switch from one screen to the next and manage all that, they would hire the hospitality mentality of somebody working in a hotel or a restaurant. And that was very telling because it mm -hmm. really is all about people, which is, I think, uh, where you're coming from, you know, creating that culture where employees yeah. are the focus. Yeah. And I uh, and I really I, I'm not surprised to hear him say that because I I've always said, you know, a hotel person, a hotel employee, really, there aren't too many jobs like it. And as a general manager, I think one of the things I loved about it the most, and this might sound odd, is. I could go from literally in the lobby interacting with the CEO of a Fortune 500 company to five minutes later plunging a toilet in a suit. And, I, you know, I think that is why hotel hoteliers are so unique in that they're, they're used to doing a lot of different things that, and they, they, they're okay with it and they enjoy it. And, uh, and, and that is where I'm coming from. And I, and I think that, you know, my book specifically obviously talks a lot about taking care of those folks that are on the front line because of how important they are to your brand's reputation. And one of the things that I found through my career that I was always so surprised by would be the managers and leaders that didn't get that, that didn't understand that in order for you to execute great customer service, you had to have happy employees. And so I really kind of focused in on that as a, a young manager and started to really make that how I would approach taking over a new hotel or a new department was I want to make sure that my team's happy first and then we can start putting those other things into place. Well, here's, here's a telling statistic. Are you ready for this? Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody listening, Ryan Minton took over as manager of a Marriott property ranked in the bottom 25% for customer service. And Ryan and the team increased guest satisfaction scores to the point of moving the property to the top 3% of all properties in North America. That is just freaking crazy. That's <laughs> and, and get this, the hotel that you're working at in Cincinnati became Cincinnati's best places to work award from the Cincinnati Business Career. You don't do that by accident. You do that by planning. So I want to know the secret sauce, man. This is what we're going to learn today. The secret sauce. I wish there were a secret sauce, but uh, there's a there's a lot to it, obviously. And you said something that I really appreciate you saying. Um, and you said Ryan and the team because it, it was the team. You know, I, I'm a big believer, and it's not one individual. But 
you know, the, the book, thanks for coming in today, the title, I like to tell the story behind it because I think a lot of the secret sauce that you're wanting to know, I think lies in that story. And, and it goes back to when I was a front desk manager, I had a young man that worked for me named Jason and Jason was a hospitality student at a local university and he was aspiring to be a hotel general manager. And I had literally, I, I haven't to this day met anyone like Jason. Jason had that infectious, just high level of energy that you wished you could just kind of, you wish you could clone him and put him in every department because he just came into work every day so excited, so happy. And I was always convinced that he was in the parking lot pounding Red Bulls before he would come in because he just <laughs> he just came in pounding you know, Red Bulls, bouncing off the walls and. Um, so, you know, he was a front desk associate and I was the front desk manager and Jason would come in every day and he would seek me out and he would come up to me and he would give me this just gripping handshake and he'd look me right in the eye and he'd say, Ryan, thanks for coming in today. And it was kind of funny because I was his manager, you know, really I should be thinking him, but you know, it was very endearing and Jason would do this with everyone. He would do it with his coworkers. He would do it with the guests. He would do it in other departments. And it was kind of just his thing. And, um, you know, Jason was just one of a kind. And I remember when he would thank me for coming in that it it made me feel like I mattered. And I, and I really remember liking how that felt. And Jason, I moved to a different hotel and I, I brought Jason with me and he kind of started to climb up the, the ladder. And I remember um, one night in the middle of the night getting a, a really difficult phone call that that uh, Jason had been killed in a car accident. Oh, no. Yeah, and um, I remember specifically that call, and I remember thinking, I want to, re- I want Jason's legacy to continue. And so I found myself picking up his tradition of, thanks for coming in today. And so I would go up to the employees when I would come in every day and to the, to the uh, guest and shake their hand and say, thanks for coming in today. And it, and it, got to the point over time where I didn't even realize I was doing it and I would be reminded that I was doing it whenever I would take over a new hotel or I would get a new employee because sometimes I would get this kind of puzzled look and almost uh you know a sarcastic well of course I'm here you know you you put me on the schedule or you're paying me to be here and in those moments I would um I would you know basically say no really I I, I really appreciate you being here because if you you know, when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice. You can either go to work or not. And if you don't, it really impacts so many different things. It impacts your coworkers. It impacts the guests. It impacts the, your, your manager. And, you know, ultimately it's going to impact the bottom line. So I, I sincerely appreciate you coming in. And so I am just such a big believer in showing genuine appreciation to your employees. And I really, really think that when you peel it all back and all the things that you can do, you have to make sure that your employees understand that the job that they're doing, whether it's cleaning a room, serving a table, cooking a meal, whatever all the different jobs are within any any service industry, that job matters and they matter. And I, I feel like that's so important to make sure that everyone understands that. And so that really is um, how I approach my, my leadership style in terms of 
you know, when I go in somewhere that needs turned around like that Marriott that you referenced. Mm-hmm. So to me that there, there's a lot that goes into it, but that, that is a big, that is the secret sauce is wow. making sure the employees feel like they matter. And, you know, Bill Marriott said it best, you know, take care of the employees. They're going to take care of the customer. And I, and I think that's so true. Yep. I mean, there's that, that's a philosophy that's been running throughout our show, a lot of the speakers, authors, experts, and uh, a lot of the business executives, they echo those exact words. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Ryan, I'm going to ask you to share like uh, maybe three or four amazing nuggets of wisdom from your book. And the book, again, it's titled Thanks for Coming In Today. You can get it on Amazon.com. The author is Charles Ryan Minton. This is Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Good customer service is now an expectation. Don't provide it and you'll be disrupted by a competitor who does. So what can you do to stand out? Well, that's the focus of my latest book, The Convenience Revolution, how to create a customer service experience that disrupts the competition and creates fierce loyalty. The goal is to reduce friction and be convenient for your customers. So if you're ready to take your customer service to the next level and disrupt your competitors, well, this is the book for you. To order the book, go to www.beconvenient.com. That's beconvenient.com. It's time for you to join the revolution, the convenience revolution. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back talking with Ryan Minton about thanks for coming in today. Ryan, I promised our listeners that you were going to give us some nuggets from this book. You've given us the overall philosophy. I love it. So uh, I do want you to talk about one topic, and maybe this, I mean, I I had a chance. You sent the book to me, so I did read through it. The concept of aggressive hospitality, I hope you bring that up. So go ahead. Share with us, like, what's your favorite idea out of the book that you think would help us the most? Well, I think, you know, aggressive hospitality, I can lead into that with um, another topic that I think ties into it because it it revolves around uh, one person. And, and that is my very first general manager, Brian. And I talk about him in the book because he made such an impact on me. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I became the, the leader that I am by watching him. And so I talk about in the book, and I, and I think this is so important, and I think it's also really cool, that leaders in the service industry, whatever whatever industry it is, not just hotels, really get a pretty unique opportunity, especially those mid-level, the supervisors, the GMs. And, and that opportunity is that you get to be someone's first boss. And I hate the word boss. I really don't use it. I think it's kind of negative, but a lot of people relate to it. So I, I, I use it in this moment. word. People say, yeah, that. it's like, yeah, I'm your boss. That's, yeah, that's like, I, you know, you're looking down on them. Yes. And I, and I don't like that. So, um, so, you know, you have a really cool opportunity in that you get to model for someone, um, what a great manager or a great leader looks like. It's a lot of times, especially, you know, in, the, in retail and restaurants and hotels, those are a lot of times people's first jobs. And so you get to be someone's first manager. Mm. And I, I think that is such a great responsibility because we all remember our first boss. We all remember our first manager and you can think back and that can be a very positive 
memory or maybe not so much. Yeah. And was so there, was there fear there? Was there, yeah. you know, uh, did, was I, did I feel like I was just a peasant, you know, just doing my job because, you know, and ordered around and yeah. Or you can make, I mean, I know it. I watch great managers work with young people and make them feel yeah. part of an amazing team. Exactly. And so I think, I think you have to remember that you have that responsibility and, and embrace it and realize that you can really impact someone. Um, and so my first boss, Brian, really impacted me to the point where I made a career out of uh, hotels and being a, a general manager. And he impacted me on so many different levels. He was, he was a great mentor. He was a great leader. He, was, he, was, he operated with a high level of integrity. But aggressive hospitality is where – he is where I learned aggressive hospitality, and, the, and you asked about that. Mm -hmm. Aggressive hospitality – is to me what Brian did every day. And that was Brian would be in the lobby every morning from seven to nine. And in the hotel business, we call that being a, a lobby lizard or marble duty and marble duty, marble duty. Cause you're on the marble, you <laughs> yep. know, it was on the marble this morning. And so, um, anytime Brian was anywhere in the hotel, he was like a bull in a China shop. And I mean that in a very positive way. I mean, he was everywhere and there was no, there was not going to be anyone, whether it's an employee or a guest within his, his eye, eyesight that he wasn't going to touch and approach and ask them how they're doing and see if he could do anything for them. And, and it, he was just, he was everywhere. And I, and I just watched that and I just thought, wow, that is, that is really something to see how aggressive he is with taking care of people. And so I think, you know, when I when I talk about aggressive hospitality, especially in today's environment, you know, certainly it means things like anticipating needs and um, trying to surprise and delight your guests and your customer. But you have to be aggressive. You can't just kind of coast through customer service anymore, especially in today's environment, if you want to stand out. So to me, aggressive hospitality is just that kind of over the top. A relentless just approach to taking care of your customer. So yeah, I think it's it, aggressive is a great word to describe it because I think it grabs your attention, but yes. really I think it's purposeful is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Is it, yeah. is it, you know, he didn't just stand there on the marble or walk through the hotel and not acknowledge everything around him. He was purposeful and engaging. And I think that's really important. So I, and, and I don't believe you have to be the manager of a hotel to be able to practice this. And my thought as I'm listening to you is that everybody can step up and be purposeful and show aggressive hospitality. Even if you don't work directly with the outside customer, your internal customer, your colleague, when somebody walks in, you look them in the eye and say, good morning, you know, and just exactly. simply a, even a look and a smile is mm -hmm. better than what a lot of people get. I'm amazed at how I walk through stores and hotels and it's like employees of these places have blinders on them. They don't see it. Mm. All right. So we have a few more minutes. Give us another nugget. Well, you know, you're, you, you hit something there too, that I think is important is and that, and I talk a lot about this in the book and it seems very um, simple, but it's, 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 it doesn't happen. And that is, Set, setting the expectations of what your 
what are your customer service expectations within your environment? You know, do the employees know that when a customer walks by, you should be saying something to them? And I think that's important in, in communicating those service basics. And I think a lot of times what happens is because we're because we're so just desperate for employees that we're just throwing people out there and we're not telling them, hey, yeah. this is this is what you need to do. This is how you do it. And it goes back to what I said earlier. A lot of these people, it is their first job. And yes, we want to we want to hire the right people and we want to hope that they know some of these things are, um, you know, come naturally. But unfortunately, sometimes they don't. And so you have to you have to teach and train those things with with folks that are new and especially in their first job right so it, what i'm hearing is there's there's really two levels of this service and that is there's a cultural piece so once you have the vision of what the service is you need to communicate that vision and you're in the hotel business everybody here has heard me talk about the ritz carlton's mantra mm -hmm. or credo where ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen but you got to teach them how to do that you can't just say yes. this is who we are now go out and be that way no, there's the operational side of hospitality, the operational side of the expectation, I guess, is what I want to say. It's like, you, you know, you've got to teach them what you expect. Nobody's going to walk by without you acknowledging them. That is right. an expectation. That's called engagement, and it's a touch point, and it's important. It's a moment of truth where the customer or the guest uh, has an opportunity to form an impression of their experience. And if you let them walk by and act like you don't care, that's a negative impression. All right, uh, so as we start to wind up here, I'm going to let you give us, if you can give us one more real quick nugget before I do my wrap-up question. What else in this book? Would, God, I've got to buy this book because I've got to learn more about this. <laughs> I know you talk about, I, I thought it was interesting, you talk about empathy leading into empowerment and how mm -hmm. sometimes all somebody wants to do is be heard. Mm -hmm. But it, talk to me a little bit about that concept. And, and, you know, just briefly, we don't need to go into it um, a whole lot, but just give us uh, an idea of what that means. Yeah, I think a lot of times brands are getting so into just scripting their employees, and and you know everyone has their different models of how they should respond to uh, when a customer complains. You know the A W A R E aware and Marriott is learn L E A R N, which I do reference, and I actually love that one. But I, I think you have to really get behind what what you're doing in those uh, moments, and a big one. For, for me as that empathy piece and just putting yourself, as simple as it is, putting yourself in the customer's shoes. And I've found over the years that that, out of all the things that you do when you respond to a customer uh, who's upset, that always is the most important in terms of how, what direction that, 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 um, that complaint may go. And if you can just put yourself in your shoes and just say, and acknowledge, hey, what you experience is not okay. I mean, it, we're, we're so quick to just apologize to death and just try to throw something at the person when a lot of times it's just as simple as acknowledging, hey, that's that's not normal. That's not how we do business, and I'm sorry it happened to you. And if I were in your situation, I'd be really upset. Uh, that's the and key I'm, words I'm right there. Yeah. If yeah. I were in your situation exactly. or I can understand why you would be upset you are basically you know you're putting yourself in their shoes but you're also making them know that uh it's one thing to think it it's another to express it yeah and really one other thing i would i love to mention on that is is be, not being afraid to give your frontline employees the keys to take care of those issues i mean I, I talk about in the book you need to eliminate the phrase 
let me check with the manager. That phrase makes me cringe. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just so, uh, it's just so old school. I think in my mind anymore that we still have to do that. Let the folks that you hired trust them to take care of the customer. Let them do what they need to do to make the customer happy in that moment. Yeah, and might I add that you, when you bring them on board, you train them. First of all, you hopefully make a good hire that you know is smart enough to do that, but you train them on right. examples. Where is the line in the sand they can't cross? All right, so we are just about out of time. I always wrap up with the final question. One thing that you absolutely want to make sure our listeners know or hear about, and if you want to just emphasize something you've already talked about, that's fine too. But what's that one thing? I think, excuse me, going back to just the title of the book, as simple as it is, one thing that anyone listening can do the minute they stop hearing this podcast is thank someone for coming in and make them feel appreciated and make them understand that what they're doing matters. You'll be surprised if you're not doing that, how people's eyes will light up if All you right. if you show that genuine appreciation. I love that. Thanks for coming in today. Charles Ryan Minton is the author of the book, Thanks for Coming in Today, Creating a Culture Where Employees Thrive and Customer Service is Alive. You can get it on Amazon.com. And, Ryan, thanks so much for being on our show today. This is why we call this Amazing Business Radio. You can say something if you want. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was my pleasure, Shep. I really enjoyed it. And thank you for coming in today. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. That's great. Thanks for being on the show today. Well, that wraps up another episode of Amazing Business Radio. And hope you enjoyed this one. I know I did. We've got another interview next week. So until then, remember, Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.